Global Podcast. Let's move on, though, to the to, from one crisis to another, to the the, the, the crisis in attack, and um, because this crisis, we've spoken about it before, but it was so clear in this game that that I mean, Italy just didn't have anything in attack, nothing at all, um, and that this is a crisis that has been going on for over a decade now, probably the best part of fifteen years almost. Um, you know, since. Since the kind of Del Piero, uh, Totti, Inzaghi, Luca Tony generation yeah. were yeah. in their mid thirties, got into their yeah. mid, they got into their mid thirties and kind yeah. of around about Euro two thousand and eight kind of time. Yeah. Since then, um, it has been a problem. There, there's been nothing. Been there's nothing been produced at, at all. And I don't um, understand it. I don't understand it. This is, I mean, Italy has for 60, 70 years produced world-class goalkeepers, central defenders, and strikers. And now goalkeepers are fine, but central defenders and strikers, well, except for Bastoni, who else is there mm. in central defence? Well, yeah, central defence, yeah. I think we've got some and if we look at, but if we look up front... It's well, very well. Look at the current look at the current crop of attackers for this match after the Chiesa withdrawal. We had Zaccagni, Immobile, Politano as the starting trio. I mean, that's with all due respect, that's a Conference League standard attack. Zaccagni, no, Europa League, Immobile, Europa League, well, no, Europa no, League at best. League. I mean, Politano, I like the Napoli, but I feel that anybody that plays alongside Ossiman and Kvaratskhelia is going to mm. automatically be fifty percent better than they are. And that's how I feel with Politano. And I like the guy. I enjoy watching him. He's got a bit of pace. He's nippy, but his level is raised massively by playing next to two phenomenal. Well, of course, you know. So, and we saw that. We saw that. I mean, he was terrible in this game. Um, and then you look at the others in the squad. We've got Retegi, Raspadori, Nyonto, Zaniolo, and now Orsolini has now been called up to replace <laughs> Politano. Now, who do these players play for? None of these players play for big teams. And when I say big teams, I mean elite teams. I mean Lazio and Napoli. You'll get some saying, "Oh, but Lazio and Napoli are big teams." But they're not elite teams, you know. Well, Napoli Genoa, are, are genuine, Genoa. The reigning champions. But other than Napoli, it's Genoa, Leeds, and Genoa, the Champions. Genoa, Le- Leeds, a championship team. We've got a player from the championship playing mm. for us. And I, again, I like Nuno. I believe in his potential if he can have the right development. Now, then we have a player that's Galatasaray slash Aston Villa. We have a player um, at Bologna. Well, barely. Orsolini <laughs> doesn't even start for Bologna. He's not even a starter for Bologna. He's, he's backup. He's backup right winger since Undoy and uh, the other guy, uh, the Swedish lad, uh, came in. Uh, Carlson. Carlson came, came in. He for doesn't Carlson. say he doesn't even start for, for, he's not even a starter for, for Bologna right now. He's been called up and according to the latest reports, may start against uh, in a must-win Ukraine game. Now, this is the level of crisis, you know. Then the other alternatives, we're looking at Grifo, who's played a lot in the last year or so, mm. who plays for Freiburg. Even Schemacher, who we all want to play and we, who, we, uh, who we both believe is, you know, oh, got the biggest been... potential of everyone. Yeah. He plays yeah. for Atalanta. Again, these are not elite teams. And, and this says mm. it all, because if your attackers are playing for this team, that tells you how big the problem is. And... You know, this is, like I said, this has been going on for 15 years. The crop from the last 10 to 15 years, you can go through all of them. I mean, look at look at Euro 2016. We had Eder and Pele, Graziano <laughs> Pele, playing as our, our front choice attack. That was all down, I mean, that was just down to the, a miracle from Antonio Conte. No, Antonio Conte was... Did they uh, got these two? I will never, I will die on this hill. That is his greatest managerial feat. 
to mm. get that team as far as he did and to beat Spain the way they did. It was just unbelievable. unbelievable. But then look at look at us, the World Cup 2018 playoff mm. to qualify against Sweden. Manolo Gabbiadini was our starting <laughs> striker for that. The World Cup that we just failed to qualify last year um, in the playoff. Who, who comes Pedro. on? Who did we bring on as a substitute to try and rescue the game? João Pedro, Pedro from Cagliari. Naturalized, in his 30s, like <laughs> yeah, like thirty or thirty-one years old coming on. I mean, this is this. I mean, when you just put this it, is just, a crisis. Just Th- this it, is not let hyperbolic. That sink in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This is not hyperbolic to call it a fifteen-year-old crisis. That's what it is. It is a fifteen-year-old crisis. Um, it has been going on for long. I mean, I okay. The nineties were ridiculous. Vialli, Mancini, Baggio, Del Piero, Inzaghi, Totti, Chiesa, Ravanelli, Signori. Montella, Zola, the lo- the lowercase players were Di Cagno and uh, you know Del Vecchio. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the, 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 like Di Cagno would be a superstar in this team. <laughs> yeah. Del Vecchio would be a star. I, I mean, Casiraghi, they, those, like these kind of players. Yeah, Casiraghi, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is this this to put it into perspective. This is insane, um, and and it's just. I don't understand what's going on because it's been so long now. It has yeah. been far too long. It can't long. be put down to just a bad... Sick, it can't be put down to no, something no, no, cyclical. No. It's been 15 Because there's always ebbs and flows with any nation. Yes, you know, but you, it's, you been, little... it's been more than a decade, uh, Carlo. More yeah. than a decade. And it has been 15 years because, you know, the, like I said, those players I mentioned at the start, like Inzaghi and Del Piero, they, they played into their mid... They were still pretty good into their mid-30s. So they kind of still hung around, didn't they? You know, until and like Di Natale was still really good. Yeah, like 30, Di Natale 30, was 35. unbelievable, and he bloomed in his thirties. Like, yeah. but but he, you know, but again, that was that was that was just a you know, he belonged to that kind of older generation, didn't he? Yeah. But this is not good enough. And I look at the under nineteen, under twenty, and under twenty ones. It's the same problem. Yeah. There's no. There's no. There's no one. We're not producing anyone. Those those teams don't have any any attackers either. Um, you know, I mean, Sebastiano Esposito, Andrea Pinamonti. Jesus, that's depressing. No, no I mean, the, the under-21s, the, the reason they went out, there was. Two, I mean, I, I even predicted it before. So Italy will... will Balotelli struggle. was the last one, yeah. I'd say. It's probably the last high okay. quality, but there were other issues. I'll tell you what, I watched, did you watch under-21s draw nil-nil against Latvia? Um, they drew nil-nil. Mm. They couldn't even break down Latvia no. um, the day before on Friday. First qualifier at the new under-21 team. Yeah. They drew nil-nil at Latvia. Exactly the same problem. Nothing can attack. Couldn't, couldn't, you know, Latvia put 10 men behind the ball. Our attack couldn't, we couldn't break them down at all. Um, it's, the, it's the same problem. Um, so this is, this is endemic. And, you know, what is the cause of it? I mean, you know, I guess part of it is a wider problem of talent production, which, which we'll, we'll come on to. There's a separate segment I want to talk about. But I think changes to the game have hindered us. I think the, I was going to say the number 10 disappearing has definitely been a been uh, affected. Well, the classic number 10, you no longer can have the trequartista slash fantasista jogging around on the pitch. Mm. Uh, It's a faster game, more athletic, and and then that doesn't necessarily suit Italy. Also, the the death of the the penalty box striker as well. Mm -hmm. That's another position that has died. The kind of Pippo Inzaghi, Gerd yeah. Müller, Gary Lineker kind yeah. of kind of striker. Yeah, fox in the box. Fox They're in the box. Dead. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now that has re- disappeared, and the, and the number nine now needs to be able to, you know, 
be more all-rounded and be able to play with. But then again, there is the thing is, it's not just an Italian problem. We do have a crisis in number nine, top number nines in yeah. world football in a way that I can't remember ever in my lifetime. I mean, aside from Harry Kane, Erling Haaland, Robert Lewandowski, Karim yeah. Benzema, Ossiman, Ossiman. Ossiman. Yeah. like what, what? What are we talking? Well, about? No, most of the most of the best number nines are all in their thirties, aren't they? Thirty mm. or over. There's very few in their twenties. I mean, how many how many top number nines in their, your twenties can you name? You've got Ossiman. And I think that is a that is a that is the effect, a direct effect of the tiki taka explosion. The false to an extent, nine. yeah. I think it's an, I think it's that and the fact that we don't create specialist footballers anymore. There's no, no. we don't get specialist positions anymore. It's all God, everyone has to be complete. Era to be over the Guardiola <laughs> era to die and let, like <laughs> literally, I will come. I'll, I will be the guy with the you know that gif of the dancing. We don't want to hear guys, that anymore. The guys from the Ghana. <laughs> Who 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 bury some are dancing when they bury the guy like that's me burying Tiki Taka. It has been the most depressing <laughs> era in football ever, where where football is this like ridiculous, you know, abstract art form, and everyone's supposed to be good at everything, and, and you end up having no specialists anymore, and no one's really good at anything. It's just oh, yeah. I can't stand it. Yeah, that. total footballers, isn't it? <sighs> It's getting worse, then. We've now got, we've now got inverted. We've now got inverted fullbacks as well now. Oh, so we, vomit, <laughs> vomit. No, no, I do. No. I do think that's affected because I think that, and I've said this before. I think that one of the reasons that Italy was so successful for so long is number one, we always had the best defenses, and defense yeah. is dead now, also because of. of changes to the well, you're game. not allowed to defend anymore yeah you're not allowed to defend. <laughs> the rules don't let you defend anymore the offside rule the, the everything you know so that that affects us but also because we were smarter italians mm. the way that i mean we still have the best managers in the world Fordable. because because we are the best thinkers uh of in the game and but on the football pitch as well we were the best we were the smartest you know the football the the, the being able to you know get away with little things here and there but also you know, if you want to translate that into forwards, kind of forwards being smart. And, you know, that includes penalty box strikers and number 10, mm. but penalty box strikers, you know, Inzaghi, Inzaghi was a genius. I, I, I insist I he's him. one of the... I People insist that, say that he was not a good footballer are idiots. No, Inzaghi, Inzaghi for me is one of the most intelligent footballers in, in football he history. He was so I'd probably, smart. I'd probably have Study him in the top five. Study his move pa- pattern of, like his movement pattern, yeah. his timing, knowing mm. when to do what. It was... Yeah, his read of the game, his anticipation, <clears throat> his his everything. You know, so mm. those kind of players, you know... The, the you know those kind of players have died and you know even someone like Immobile as much as we criticise him like if he was around 30 oh. years ago it would be much better yeah. than, than, I've than said, as I've said I th- you know I, I, I this pod and others when I've done deep dives on Immobile I, I think his, he's unlucky he was born in the wrong era um, if he'd been born in, a, in, a, in an era before that he'd have much more respect football's changed the number nine that he is is not where football is right now so I, I do, I do, I do think there is a huge element of that. But no, yeah. there, there is a problem, and I think that Spalletti needs to do what he does when he comes in. He needs to just basically phase out people. He needs to this immobile being captain nonsense needs to stop. He needs to build around Scamacca. To be fair to Spalletti, he did come out and say that the, 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 the you know the the tradition of the most capped player automatically being the captain is needs to change it should just be the one that's the leader oh, he, I missed he did that say and that's that. music to my ears he did say that to be fair so fair play again like I said on Friday it was out of his hands so I don't blame him for that but it is yeah I think no but this means this, this is good that he comes out and says that that means he's going to change 
that means well if he's got the power to i don't like i said it was out of his hands it wasn't his Mm. decision to make so but you know i think that i think that there's the the history these changes to the game have affected and i think obviously the lack of infrastructure the italian football everything that we criticize about how badly it's mismanaged from top to bottom you know that affects the talent pool you know if the club game is run badly then that has a knock-on effect one of the reasons why england we're going to talk about about the number of lack of Italians that are playing in Serie A in a minute. But, you know, one of the things about England, about the Premier League, is that even though their numbers are are pretty similar to, to Italy in terms of number of English players playing in the Premier League, they're, they're, they're producing much better players, uh, much more and far more youngsters um, in, in England because the infrastructure, the academies, uh, everything from top to bottom, you know, the, the nutrition, the, the best doctors, the... the the, the stadiums, everything, you know, the training grounds, everything is allowing these players to, to, to develop and, be, and, and develop into, into better players. And obviously that, I mean, you speak to anyone. I remember reading an interview from Fabio Cannavaro because he's, he's coached outside of Italy. He said that, you know, I would never would have realised this if I hadn't have coached outside of Italy, but the infrastructure in Italy for producing and developing players and training players compared to what he's seen even in China, which is not a footballing country. He says it's just Italy's light years behind. Uh, and, you know, that I think obviously is is an issue in producing players. And obviously the attack is the attacker is a certain type of player. Why it's only attackers we're not producing while we're producing lots of midfielders, I mean, I don't have the exact answer to that. But it's. I think that it's a combination of everything you've met. Yeah. I think. I think it's a combination of all of the above. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. 